I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Chris Hardy joins me now. Chris, what are we listening to? <laughs> That's a letter to Memphis by the Pixies uh, for a day in which I'll have my first Grizzlies mailbag of the season. Um, should be going up sometime today. Okay, but uh, I look forward to that. Uh, apropos of that, is there something in particular? Like, is there a, was there a theme? Like, is there something... Is there one thing that Grizzly fans are most interested in now? Uh, well, people who people who send me letters for the mailbag, I don't think represents necessarily right. Grizzlies fans writ large. Uh, it's sort of a more interested, like hyper-interested hyper segment of the fan group. base. Yes. Yeah, and so I, the most the most frequent questions I got were about Dylan Brooks, about the whole backup center situation, which really was a reaction to the most recent game with with Andrew, with Adams and Jackson out. And then lots of stuff on the rookies because the rookies are new. So those are the the three areas where I got the most questions. Um, what do you, by the way, uh, uh, the backup center situation um, is Tillman like? What, what? 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 He has not been what the the highest hopes for him would what, what might have been at one point. Yes. Yeah. No. I mean, you know he. he I don't. I mean, he was a he was a second round pick. I don't right. think there was ever a high ceiling on him, and he's had his moments, including in the playoffs. I think the thing now is that he just replicates a lot of what they already have. Um, you know, they got they got a lot of like six eight guys who aren't really you know who aren't really center, who aren't really stretchy, and so like him and Brandon Clark, there's a lot of replication. Kenneth Walker Jr. is actually some kind of player coming up. I don't think he offers the roster a lot of what it can't get out elsewhere for the most part. Uh, they got the Spurs tonight. What's going on with the San Antonio Spurs? Um, I, you know, they got off to a pretty good start, um, and and then they've sort of come back down to earth. And so they've they've been losing more than winning lately. I think that trend will continue. I mean, they're they're not going to be Utah, where they're going to have to wonder, like, you know, are we really going to be able to be in the lottery or not? They will they will be in the lottery. They do have a couple of two or three good. You know, players in their twenties, um, and Kelton Johnson who plays forward, and Devin Vassell who's a wing, and Jakob Pertle who's a center. Um, but that's a team that's on a downward trend, definitely. Uh, in terms of the, I was looking at scouting reports, and uh, you know, it is a, it, it's it's a it's a loaded draft. Do we know who definitively the worst teams in the league are now? Like the Pistons were supposed to be a little better, eh, you know. Uh, they're 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 three and eight. The Magic. I don't I don't know why they're as bad as they are. Um, like because they actually have some interesting players. They're two and nine. 
Do you feel who, – who do you think right now will be the, the, the three teams leading the lottery? Um, I, I want to say before the season started, I had the Rockets and the Thunder as the two worst teams. And I, I feel great about that Rockets pick. Um, the Thunder, I think, will continue to slide. But I would say the Rockets uh, and the Pistons are probably the worst teams. The Rockets and the Pistons. Yeah, they're pretty bad. Uh, we got the Lakers and the Clippers tonight. And it's so funny because people. I, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of stories over on ESPN, sort of about the Battle of Los Angeles and whatever. And I understand it's a big market, but is this particularly interesting to you? I'm sorry, I got distracted. It's the, the Lakers Clippers. It's the Lakers Clippers. Yeah, like people are talking yeah. about the Battle of Los Angeles. No, I, it's, I, it's, I think those are really boring teams right now. I mean, what's interesting about them is dysfunction and under, I guess, underperformance. Um, but I don't think either you know, of those things particularly interesting. And so I, I don't think that's a particularly compelling game. It's it's more compelling to think about than to than, than to watch. But it's not that compelling to think about. Right. Um, the Warriors. Uh, we now know got the benefit of a call that they should not have gotten the benefit of against the uh, against the Sacramento Kings as Clay Thompson very clearly fouled on a three-pointer that would have uh, tied the score if he'd if he'd gotten the uh, hurt or gotten the 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 call he could have gotten a chance to go to the line do you think do you think if it had been reversed like, are you? If it had been reversed and it was Clay getting fouled, is that more apt to be called? Because there's a lot. There was a lot of it's tough to be the Kings man reaction to that call. No, I mean that seems like much ado about nothing to me. Stuff stuff happens in basketball. I don't. I don't really see that as the thing. Um. All right. Uh, Grizzlies going forward. Nothing on Jaron. Like, what do you? How do you see the next? Uh, who do they have after San Antonio? What is? What's the? What? Are, what's up next? It's San Antonio, and um, then it's Minnesota. will be in town. Friday oh yeah, it's night. Friday night. Uh, That's a big one. ESPN game, late tip, and then they go. I think they go. To, they go to Washington on Sunday, and then I think they're in New Orleans. Are you surprised by Minnesota's struggles? I think Minnesota was a hard team to get a read on. I, 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 to me, they had the most range of outcomes of just about any team. I thought I thought they could have finished anywhere from first to ninth in, in, in the West, and the first is certainly hard to envision. But uh, you know, I, I think I picked them sixth or fifth or something like that. I sort of split the difference given my uncertainty. I mean, they have high level talent, but to me, there were always questions about fit. And what I always went back to was during the playoff series with the Grizzlies, whenever I talked to people in Minnesota who watched that team closely, they would all say the same thing, which is the best way to defend Carl Anthony Towns is to defend him with a power forward. And when you play him with Rudy Gobert, it's easier to do that. And so to me, they increased their talent, but they made it harder to maximize Towns on both ends of the floor. And then whatever's going on with Anthony Edwards, to me, is is not about this stuff. It's... It's either he showed up out of shape or right. what, I don't know what's going on with him, but it's beyond like they made a bad trade or whatever. It is interesting how it works. We're getting San Antonio and Minnesota, both of whom there have been playoff history with. Uh, and San Antonio, it's just uh, rivals, rivalries in the NBA are purely, they're a product in, uh, of, of what is happening pretty much in that given year. You know, like they, they don't necessarily, and I don't know that they do anywhere. I mean, Alabama and Tennessee and football or whatever, like there are rivalries that sustain. It's a little, 
In college football, though, you can always be good. You can always arrange to be good in college football. I don't even know that the Celtics and Lakers have any particular meaning anymore. Um, I don't think San Antonio has any meaning, really, uh, in terms of, of, terms of quote-unquote, rivalry. Grizzlies swept them last year 4-0 and now have won six straight. Is there a, quote-unquote, rivalry with Minnesota right now? Is this a, it, it does have echoes of last, last playoff season, which is kind of fun, I guess. Is there any particular meaning to it because of, of the, the, just the, what we just saw in the playoffs? Well, I, I think, you know, you have things among the specific groups of players that sort of bubble up. And so I, I do, I mean, the fact that their team changed so much is, is takes a little bit out of it and that they're not off to a good start. Um, but I think, you know, there's memories. I mean, there's, there's muscle memory and memory of, of, of that playoff series and the competitiveness of the playoff series. And, and you know, Dylan Brooks guarding towns. And I think there's some of that there. I mean, that that was not – that is not the Grizzlies Warriors thing of the last two or three years, which has a lot more stuff built into it. That that was a pretty like quick kind of thing, and so I don't, you know, the fact that it's on national TV, it's the first time they played since the playoffs. I, I think ups the the energy on that game, but I don't, I wouldn't call it a rivalry necessarily. No. And you got Kyle Anderson return. Uh, you'll you'll be enjoying that. How has Kyle Anderson been? He, he he's had some injury stuff, so he hasn't played that much, and so right. he there's he's sort of been worked into the mix a little bit more slowly there. He did come back. He played uh, the last two, I think. Um, so he has come back. De'Anthony Melton, how's De'Anthony Melton done? He's been good. I I, I think that's the least of their problems in in, in Philadelphia. A friend of mine, um, Andrew Unterberger. Who, who's the editor at Billboard, but he writes for a um, Sixers blog. He had a thing last week uh, about how much he like, enjoys Anthony, Anthony Mountain, how much he enjoys writing about Anthony Mountain. He sort of tweeted out, and I shared it with people. That, yeah. And so I, I think the Mountains have been good for Philadelphia. All right, and then finally, um, so you look at the top of the West. Grizzlies right now are sixth. Uh, they are seven and four. They are sixth. But you look up, and... The Jazz are ahead of them at nine and three. The Trailblazers are ahead of them at seven and three, and then uh, and then the Suns, the Nuggets, and the Mavs all you know uh, only marginally for the Mavs, but are all ahead of them. Um, how do you see the teams that we think those three, the Jazz and the Blazers? Uh, no, just those two. Will they both like the Grizzlies? Will pass them at some point, won't they? I think so, but I mean that's why we right. play the games. I mean, you know, it's early in the season. Teams are going to be tightly bunched. Um, I mean, it's hard to like every single day say this is the right. way it's going to finish at the end of the season. Like, I mean, you know, but just look at I, trends. I, like, do you start worrying right. if the Warriors? The Warriors are four and seven. We we had penciled in the Warriors as being one of the teams that we knew would finish. I think we had that we that we thought was a very good chance that they would finish ahead of the Grizzlies. Um, I think the I think the Warriors are going to be fine. I, I certainly the odds. I mean, I had them. I don't know second and the Grizzlies fourth or something like that. I, mean, I don't remember something like that. So I had them slightly ahead of the Grizzlies. I you know I think the odds, whatever the odds were at the beginning of the season, uh, have have narrowed at a minimum in that regard. I, I think they're going to be fine. Whether they're going to be fine in terms of being a top two or three seed or just a four, five, six, right. I think is a different question. I think they'll be fine. I think the Grizzlies are one of the teams, among the teams that to me is set up best in terms of the regular season going forward. Obviously, injuries can change all of that, 
But I think in terms of their fundamentals, I think the fundamentals are very strong to get, go through this regular season and have a really good record at the end of it. I, I, I feel like... I feel like the Nuggets and the Grizzlies, to me, seem the most solid. And I would want to say the Suns, too, but they just lost Cam Johnson, and, right. and I don't know when he'll be back, and they don't have a lot of depth to begin with. When does the next uh, your next uh, piece on the coffee scene in Memphis drop? Uh, that I Well, the, the second one, the second of the three guides I have finished and is in the CMS. It's not like my decision when it publishes, but <laughs> right. it, last, last week it was Friday, so I think it'll probably be Friday again. All right, and is this one is this one the coffee scene in East Memphis? What is this next one? In Midtown. In Midtown. All right. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate it. It's Chris Thanks. Harrington from the Daily Memphis. We didn't have any uh, no NBA games. Did you enjoy that, Brad? Did you enjoy the no NBA games? Did you think that was appropriate? For- after after all the late night tips, it does. It's nice to get a refresher, something different, where there's not much sports on, and then uh, kind of reset for tonight. Well, and I think it's appropriate that they i mean it's very this was because it was the election yeah the the election day is sort of an interesting phenomenon now most votes are cast not on election day. that's right including yours yeah very early but out of respect for election day the nba Mm -hmm. didn't play honestly out of respect for election day if you're a college football team you didn't practice yesterday is that true unless you are memphis and tulsa did practice because they Thursday play Thursday, and it. so they had to apply for mm. and ask for a waiver Interesting. in order to practice, which is also, by the way, appropriate. I mean, if you're playing Thursday <laughs> and you just played Saturday, I do think it's appropriate that you get to practice. Yeah. but Well, Memphis fans that are rooting against Silverfield to win this I, game that, really didn't need him to sad? practice. I even brought that no, up. No, not because I think you, you said what everybody I was don't thinking. Think it's most, the same uh, thing we thought at the end with Tubby in the Cincinnati game. Everybody was going, man, I hope he loses the Cincinnati well, okay, game. Okay, we'll revisit this and believe it or not. Jeff's guests appear on the Service Master by Cornerstone phone lines. The experts when it comes to disaster cleanup. Service Master by Cornerstone on 92.9 FM ESPN. It's uh, it's Wednesday, so that's not too early to be thinking about Sunday brunch, is it, on Wednesday? No. I think Wednesday you can start thinking about Sunday brunch. That means you can start thinking about Bounty on Broad for Sunday brunch. They got the oysters for Sunday brunch, by the way. They're in the salad. That makes you feel better about it. Fried oyster salad. You can do that. But I'm still with the eggs purgatory with the uh, smoked short rib poached eggs or the eggs Christophine, which is the shrimp and crab and poached eggs and Bernays sauce or the steak and eggs, which comes with red potato home fries. Listen, you do that. You get the uh, you get the Bounty Bloody Mary. Uh, before that, you get the Bounty Breakfast Shot. That's a red eye, red eye rye whiskey, maple syrup, hey. absinthe, and bacon. Uh, <laughs> warm yourself up with that. Get the Bounty Bloody Mary. Get the Eggs Purgatory, and have yourself a brunch. Uh, it is Bounty on Broad. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.